Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to 15 Days of Festive Fear, day number 11. And I have one spooky story for you today. And our story comes from the 7th of September, 2023. And our story comes from Gianna. I've had paranormal experiences since I was little and so has my boyfriend. We've also been listeners of your podcast for a while now. So I finally decided it was time to share a few of our stories. When my boyfriend Logan and I started dating... He was still living at his mom's house in Washington, in the downstairs part of the house. At this point in time, Logan's mom's boyfriend's son was staying in the smaller room downstairs, so it was fully set up for someone to be in there, but the son was not there during any of these stories. Also, in the main room, Logan had his bed up against the wall that was next to the doorway into the smaller room, so we slept right next to it. One night Logan and I were in his room, the main room, watching a movie and it was pretty late, probably around one in the morning, and Logan had fallen asleep but I was still awake. As I was watching the movie it was like all of the white noise in the room had gotten turned to max volume, and from directly behind me I heard a man grunt. I whipped my head around and saw nothing. It was completely quiet again. Naturally, I woke my boyfriend up and left immediately. Another time I had brought over a plastic bag full of my painting supplies and had put them on the floor in the smaller room to keep out of the way. Once again Logan and I were in his room watching a movie pretty late at night when we heard the distinct sound of my painting bin being dragged across the concrete floor in the smaller room. There was nobody else in the room except for us so we knew nobody had moved it. I made Logan check it out while I hid in the corner of the bed but when he turned on the light to see where the bin had been moved to, it was in the exact same spot it had been. There was nothing else moved in the room, but we definitely heard it being dragged across the floor. Logan has plenty of stories from this house, and maybe one day I'll share a few more of his, but in July 2021 he moved into his own house. When he moved in, I did feel like there was something there, but it was always very minor, like thinking we saw someone walk by in the bedroom or thinking we heard something in the bedroom, but we were never really sure. On my birthday in August 2022, though, our little ghost friend decided to play a prank on us. On this particular night, it was my 22nd birthday, so we had some people come over and we went out to the bars. There were six people that went back to the house after the bars, and the things we did and the doors we went through are important to remember. The people that were in the house were me, my best friend, Logan, and Logan's co-worker, roommate, and brother. 
right when we got home, we had to help Logan's roommate to bed. So Logan, his brother and I opened his bedroom door and helped him into his room before going back to the living room. Logan's co-worker had brought clothes to change into after going out, so she opened the bathroom door in the living room and went in to change. I also wanted to change, so I opened the door to Logan's bedroom, used the bathroom and changed. Later in the night, my best friend and Logan's co-worker had left to go home, so the only people left at the house were Logan, his brother, his roommate and I, and his roommate was asleep in his room. We were all still a bit drunk, so we were just up talking about who knows what, and Logan's brother went to open his roommate's door to see if he was awake. And as he walked through the doorway, he tripped on a small can of green chilies that had been in the cabinet earlier, but was now in the dead centre of the doorway. We thought that was weird, but just kind of brushed it off. After seeing his roommate was still sleeping, he walked across the street to 7-Eleven to get some snacks. So it was just Logan and I that were in the living room. While we were talking, Logan looked at the bathroom door and in the centre of the doorway was a can of black beans that, again, had been in the cabinet earlier. After noticing that, I had turned to look at the kitchen and noticed that every single cabinet door was wide open. And in the cabinet, closest to the living room, on the top shelf, was a box of cereal on its side that had previously been on the top of the refrigerator, which was now on the other side of the kitchen. At this point, Logan and I were definitely weirded out, and we started looking around a little bit more. We went to go into our bedroom, and in the dead freaking centre of the doorway was a bag of sugar that had just been in the back of the cabinet above the stove. Not exactly easy to grab out if you're playing a prank on somebody sitting less than 10 feet away from you. And in the centre of the bedroom doorway was a sock that Logan and I both know was under the bed before we left to go to the bars. Like I said, we were definitely weirded out, but not necessarily scared. It just felt like someone was playing a prank on us and I wanted to laugh. If someone had been playing a prank on us, someone that was living, I should say, we would have seen them grabbing these items and placing them in the centre of the doorways. But nobody put them there that we saw. We had all walked through these doors right when we got home and there was nothing there. Absolutely nothing. Since then, I've had a few more experiences from this house, like seeing a childlike shadow figure poking its head around the corner and hearing the bells we have hanging from the door handle ringing when there's no pets in the room. But nothing like that night. In addition to the stories I share with my boyfriend, I've included a few of my own from when I was younger. One year when I was 9 or 10, I was visiting my dad in Loveland in Colorado and I was at his apartment and I was downstairs with his neighbour's daughter, JC, and my stepmom and my brother were upstairs. The master bedroom was directly above the living room where JC and I were. While JC and I were downstairs talking, we heard my brother, who was still very little at this point, crying so we went upstairs to check on him. When we got into the master bedroom, I asked my stepmom why my brother was crying and she just looked at me confused and said, he's not crying, we've been reading a book. Sure enough, I looked at my brother and he had clearly not been crying, but rather sucking on his pacifier and cuddling his stuffed animal, perfectly content. Before anybody says, well, maybe it was a neighbour or it was on the TV. No, it was not on the TV and it was not a neighbour. It was my brother in the room directly above us. It was very clear and I know it was him. 
This is not the only experience I had in this apartment, but it's the only one that I had another person experience with me. I never liked my room at this place, because it always felt like something was watching me from the closet or from the loft space right above the closet. It was just plain creepy, and I was a total chicken shit, I still am. One night I woke up around midnight to what felt like someone jumping on me and pinning me down. I could feel the hands pressing down on my shoulders, and I could feel the weight on my body. I couldn't sit up or move anything, and I couldn't see anything for what felt like forever, but was probably less than a minute in total. Now I know it was probably just sleep paralysis, and it went away fairly quickly, but it scared the shit out of me because I could very clearly feel the hands on my shoulders. In 2008 or 2009, my mom, my sister and I moved to Snohomish in Washington. And in 2014, my mom and I moved into her boyfriend's house. My sister had just joined the military, so she never really lived there and just my mom, her boyfriend and me. While this house wasn't necessarily haunted when we first moved in, I would still race upstairs if I was the last one downstairs and it was dark because I am a chicken shit like I said earlier. When I was a senior in high school, I was getting ready for school in the morning and I was on the phone with my then boyfriend. My bathroom was one of those bathrooms that had sinks in one room and then an attached room that had the toilet and the shower. While I was getting ready, I heard something fall in my shower but didn't think much of it, so I brushed it off. Almost right after this happened, my dog Hudson, who had been laying down next to me, got up and stood outside of the bathroom and started barking at me. I thought he just wanted to play or something and I needed to finish getting ready, so I ignored him. After getting off the phone with my boyfriend... I went to the bathroom to check and see what had fallen. It was my razor and the handle of it was tucked under the shower curtain. This wasn't strange to me because it had happened before when I didn't hang it on the hook properly. Ignoring this, I went to the bathroom and as I was finishing up, I heard this rattling coming from inside of the tub. So I finished up and looked into the tub once again. I was standing by the far end of the tub and the razor that had its handle tucked under the shower curtain by the drain was rattling and I watched this thing shoot out from under the curtain, hit the side of the tub and shoot all the way to the far end of the tub right in front of where I was standing. I literally could not believe what I was seeing but immediately grabbed my keys and ran out of that house. My poor pup sadly had to stay with the creepy bathroom ghost. When I got to school, I told my boyfriend what had happened and I told my mom that the house was haunted and I refused to go back inside alone. At the end of the school day, I drove back to my house and waited in the driveway until my boyfriend got out. I didn't have a sixth period, so I would leave about an hour earlier than everybody else. When he got there, I went into my mom's bedroom and grabbed her cross and put it in my bathroom and started saging the entire house because there's nothing Sage and Jesus can't get rid of, right? I let Hudson go to the bathroom and then promptly left the house again until my mom got home. I had her sage the house again just in case I didn't do it right and then she started telling me what had happened to her the night before. So the night before this happened, I'd been at my boyfriend's house and my mom texted me around 10.30 saying I needed to come home, but I didn't end up leaving until closer to 11, so she'd been home alone because her boyfriend was out of town on a business trip. She'd been downstairs watching TV and when she decided to go to bed she turned off the TV and started up the stairs with Hudson when she heard Where are you going? 
and then the TV turned back on. Like I said, there was nobody home except for my mom and she had turned the TV off. In regards to the story taking place on my 22nd birthday, where various items were placed in the centre of several doorways of my boyfriend's home. When we were on the couch before my boyfriend noticed the can of black beans in the centre of his roommate's bathroom doorway, I had completely forgotten what we had been talking about. My boyfriend recently reminded me that we had been talking about a visitation dream he had had recently about his late father. His dad passed away when he was very little, and he had never had a visitation dream from him before. Again, we were talking about this right before we noticed everything in the kitchen. We both believed that this was his dad's way of saying that he was still there watching over him and maybe playing a prank on us. I always wonder with these stories, right, because we've had a couple of stories over the years where somebody has heard a sound, a really specific sound. In this case, it was the sound of your painting bin being dragged across the concrete floor in the smaller room next to the room where you were staying, right? And that is a really specific sound. And you can imagine if you were in that situation, you would know specifically (laughs) that that was the sound you were hearing, that that was what was causing that sound. And then you go into the room and there's nothing, nothing has moved, nothing has changed. Like, was it moved and then moved back before you could see that it had been moved? Was whatever entity was in that basement, was it mimicking the sound of the thing moving to get your attention? Was it not able to physically move the bin, but knew that the sound would get your attention? So that's why it did it. And I agree with you, Gianna. Like if I was in a basement and I heard a man grunt, I'd be I'd be waking partner up as well and going, hey, we're actually leaving because I'm not doing this. I'm not taking the risk. I've seen too many horror films. I've read too much to crime. I know what happens next. We both get mangled in the bed and I'm not doing it. So you know what? Your birthday party night story is so weird because initially you'd be like, ha ha, or else somebody's left a can of green chilies in the doorway. How weird. Why have they done that? And then obviously you get the black beans and the cereal's been moved and things have been moved around the kitchen and you've got some sugar that's been moved to your doorway. That's all really strange. And as somebody who spent quite a lot of her teenage years and 20s drinking I can tell you that when when I was ever that drunk after being out um, at the pubs or out at the bars or whatever I would not be subtle about the prank that I was playing. I don't personally think that subtlety is the sister of drunkenness so I, I don't believe that somebody was doing this as a prank. However really weirdly when I was listening to your story and I know that later you and Logan talked about um having a visitation dream and was it potentially Logan's dad and absolutely of course that is a really distinct possibility but when you said that you had had an experience of seeing a childlike shadow figure poking its head around the corner I wonder if this is a child's idea of a joke that you've got all these adults that are up in the middle of the night whatever having a lovely time and this child wants to get attention and if you've got kids, like kids kids do weird practical jokes, you know, because they don't quite understand humour yet. So I did wonder if it was if it was actually a kid. And in regards to being in the house when you were like nine or ten and hearing your little brother crying upstairs and then going to check and see what he was crying about, it's like another it's like another mimic story. And I don't really know what to say about these mimic stories anymore. They're weird and I don't I can never quite figure out the intention. Like, is it an energy thing? Is it that you know, obviously 
babies when they cry when they're upset etc does it does it put out a lot of energy that can then be mimicked later and replayed when i find my lab coat i will do some serious research and experimentation and find the answer i find it absolutely wild that you physically you physically saw whatever this poltergeist activity is you saw the razor shoot out from under the curtain hit the side of the tub and then shoot all the way to the far end of the tub like you saw that happening you saw that poltergeist activity i'd be doing the same thing i'd be like listen i'm not going i'm not going back to the house i'm sorry i don't live here anymore i've moved out i'm not doing this anymore wild Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you to Gianna for sending in your story. Remember, the last story comes from the 7th of September, 2023. And if you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing it to reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.